Hello, and welcome to this episode on Paul Farmer, CSUSM podcast created by anthropology students and anthropological theory. In this episode, we'll be discussing the life's work of Paul Farmer and how he made a tremendous impact on not just medicine and anthropology, but society itself. Thank you for listening. My name is Carmen Mamane, and I'll be discussing Paul Farmer's background, education, and the legacy he made in this world. I'm here with Paula Acosta. Hello, and thank you, Carmen. I'll be discussing Paul Farmer's incredible work as a medical anthropologist and physician, and how his work lives beyond his passing in February of 2022. Thanks, Paola. Now taking a look at North Adams, Massachusetts, 1982, Paul Farmer grew up in a big but poor family and was one of six siblings. Now, even though his family might have been poor, this shaped young Farmer greatly to the man he grew up to be. His family moved around a lot in unique places, such as in an old school bus that they turned into a mobile home. Because Paul Farmer lived in small and quaint living arrangements with his family, it truly humbled him. It opened his eyes to better comprehend those who might not have immense wealth, but it also allowed him to sleep under any circumstances, which I believed helped him in the long run as a medical anthropologist. This upbringing shaped his way of viewing global health and helped him pursue the career he wanted to follow in the future. Paul Farmer wasn't just humble, but he was also a very bright student. He eventually worked his way into Duke University with a full scholarship and explored the vast areas and sciences before following medical anthropology. He graduated summa cum laude and earned an MD and a PhD from Harvard University. As the doors opened up for him with many possibilities and areas he could have gone into, Farmer realized that he was more drawn into the values he grew up with, such as helping the underdog and the truly poor. He even observed the farm workers that worked near his university and noticed how they lived. Many who were Haitian hadn't lived in terrible conditions, conditions that made his living situation as a kid look far better. He ended up growing a great interest with Haiti and he wanted to venture out to learn Haiti's history and how to better help and support them with access to medical care. Farmer considered himself a practitioner of social medicine. He believed that there was no point in treating patients for diseases only to send them back into the desperate circumstances that contributed to their health in the first place. He believed in attacking the root of of the disease in order to treat and have his patients fully recover. Farmer helped find a community-based health project in Haiti known as Partners in Health. He co-founded Partners in Health in 1987 alongside a number of colleagues. They were guided by the idea that all humans are equal and that Partners in Health should provide the same quality of care to the poor and the wealthy because it is simply a human right. It eventually grew from a one-room clinic to a hospital serving a community of 150,000 people. The project also led to the creations of schools, water facilities, and other health necessities in the region, as well as providing children with vaccines. Partners in Health has expanded to 10 countries after being stationed in Haiti. Paul Farmer has also had a documentary done on his work in PIH called Bending the Ark, and has 12 books written by himself. He also wrote extensively on human rights. One of my favorite quotes of his is, if access to healthcare is considered a human right, who is considered human enough to have that right? Farmer had done incredible things. He accomplished things that many believed were impossible, 
which was bringing first-rate medical care to the poorest people. Many had no way of obtaining medical care. Even if they did, the government lacked the support. His organizations, such as Partners in Health, grew massive throughout the years, and this brought access to healthcare for many worldwide to areas that suffered the most. Paul Farmer helped with health equity, and the healthcare he wanted to give people was sustainable and at the same time was high-level care. He gave hope to those who couldn't afford food to be able to get the help they needed for free. They were able to get the same level of healthcare we can get here in America. He worked hard with those who supported his work so they can bring this healthcare to the most vulnerable places of the world. He helped bring access to not just medical care but medications as well. He didn't allow people to stand in his way, even when he was in Peru giving out tuberculosis medications, the government of Peru threatened to kick him out if he continued to give out those medications he promised the people. This didn't stop Farmer, and he managed to not only give out those medications they needed, but he cured them. Paul Farmer always remained humble and was truly the image of selflessness. It is truly inspiring how Dr. Paul Farmer decided to always put his work before himself. He, in many instances, was affected by his work in the area of his health. He multiple times contracted tuberculosis, malaria, and even hepatitis A. Unfortunately, on February 21st of 2022, Dr. Farmer died at the age of 62 while in Rwanda from cardiac arrest. He had been there for several weeks, teaching at the University of Global Health Equity, the medical school that he helped build with the country's former Minister of Health. After his death, he had a two-hour-long memorial service in the Trinity Church in Copley Square. More than 600 people gathered and thousands more joined in virtually worldwide. Dr. Farmer received multiple awards while he was alive. In 2020, he received $1 million Berbergen Prize that is awarded annually to those who have profoundly shaped self-understanding and advancement in humans in a rapidly changing world. He also received the Margaret Mead Award from the Society for Applied Anthropology, the Outstanding International Physician Award from the American Medical Association, and with his PIH colleagues, he received the Hilton Humanitarian Prize. It's truly a shame that Paul Farmer died so young, but he truly opened my eyes to what I wanted to do in my future, not just going to medical anthropology as a career field, but going to nurse. Yeah, I agree. After watching Bending the Ark for the first time, it really opened my eyes to what med medical anthropology was, and it really, like, it did it for me, you know? Yeah, and I didn't even know that not just bringing medications and free affordable health care to people was important but giving them the hope and the reassurance that yes we're here for you we're here to help you out really helps people bring up their spirits yeah also i feel like he really highlighted the fact that you know everyone does deserve a good health care i didn't really ever think about it you know because i've been more fortunate and been able to have health care my whole life but you know there really are other people that don't have that and they really do deserve it they're humans too and it's a basic human right 
Yeah, I totally agree. I think we take for granted what we have here living in America. We take for granted having food, clean water, having medications, being able to go to CVS pharmacy, being able to get some type of ointment if we have a little scratch. But there's people who are very vulnerable who don't have that opportunity to be able to go to the store or maybe their government just does not support them at all. So Paul Farmer helped us open our eyes, not just for our students or people who are trying to go into the medical field, but open their eyes for other individuals who want to find a way to help people out. That was put beautifully. But yeah, it's, it's a shame that he died so young. And I, I really hope that the colleagues he did have that helped open PIH continue to do great work for you know, global health care. And I hope that this doesn't just doesn't just inspire us as medical anthropologists, but like the future generations as well. So hopefully global health can get a bit, little bit better at least. Thank you for listening to this episode's podcast. I'm Carmen Mamane. And I'm Paola Costa. I really hope this helps you guys learn a little bit something at least about Paul Farmer. <laughs>